Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Be Stingy podcast. This one is episode 28, and this one's a rather not special podcast, but it's a we're going to be talking mainly F1. So, you know, this is going to be a little bit different than the normal, what's on the normal thread. We're going to try to get it released right before the new F1 season that starts uh, March the 4th, if I'm not mistaken. And today I have two gummy bears that I just, I, we talk F1 a lot. So uh, today I have uh, Ricky, and my, well, my cousin, Ricky, my compadre, <laughs> Ricky, I should say. Uh, he has moved on to a new title and I have uh, Joe, Joe coming back. Uh, how y'all doing? We're good. We're good. A little hungover, but I'm here. Yeah, you sound like it. Y'all made me get up <laughs> earlier than normal. Uh, you know me. Well, I just went to sleep about like three hours ago. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna lie. Uh, so yeah, I was trying to like pound some Red Bull before we started. Yeah, get some coffee. Get some coffee going. But yeah, I know Ricky got that that parent life, so can't sleep in. Yeah. Our neighbors got they've been bumping in EDM like the past couple of days, just like from seven a.m. to like in five, <laughs> just been blasting it. This episode uh, came along because we, we talk F1 and we don't get into like the very nerdier things of F1, but we talk like broad, you know, broad strokes. So we wanted to come on and do a predictions episode of sorts. And, you know, we got a couple of questions. We're going to run through a couple of lists and we're going to give our predictions for the next season uh, so we can get into it now. If y'all are ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, ready. All right. So there are 10 teams on the on the grid. And 20 drivers. So there's two two drivers per team. There's a driver's championship and a constructor's championship, which the constructor's championship is for the overall team where they place. And those points are based on the two individual drivers combined scores. So um, we're going to start first with the the driver's championship, which I guess in some cases, I think that although the teams want the individual championship, I think their bigger goal is for the team championship because they get more money allotted and uh, uh, time and all that stuff and, and testing, right? Is that right? Yeah, I think they get a certain amount of money. And then I think testing, they get early testing or something like that. Yeah, or they get more time on like the testing, right? Because yeah, that's what I can remember right now. Red yeah. Bull got dinged on, I think, when they went over budget. Like they, were, they took some of their uh, testing, their testing or wind tunnel time or whatever stuff it is. But hey, right, Ricky, do you want to start with your list? All right, yeah, I got I got mine uh, one through five. I have Max winning again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I have Hamilton second. See, that's a hot Russ. take. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I feel like that's a little little kind of like yeah. I don't know. See, I see Mercedes a little better this season. Hopefully, I don't know. I, I feel like they they. Well, you know how they they made the car they're just black. They're just fucking. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I don't want to interrupt your list. So you got Max, you got... So I got uh, Max, uh, Hamilton, and then I have Russell, and then Checo. Mm-hmm. And my fifth is going to be Leclerc. I just okay. feel like he's too good of a driver for him not to be top five, even though, you know, Ferrari and all that shit. So I got Max winning again. I have watched some of the testing, and it seems like that Red Bull, like no one can, even like the drivers themselves are like, that Red Bull's on another level still. Uh, so I have Max, I have Charles, I have Checo, I have Carlos, and I think my hot take is going to be here is that George 
is going to beat uh, Lewis again. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is how they ended last year, right? Max, Charles, Checo, Carlos, and, and George? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did. Uh, I don't know, man. I think Mercedes going to come back a little harder this season. And count Toto out. Uh, yeah, that's what that's the thing. Like he like I was watching like the second it was that second episode where he's all fucking butthurt about everything. <laughs> I can tell you that all of you are playing a dangerous game. If a car ends in the wall because it's too stiff or it's bottoming out, you're in the shit and I'm gonna come after you. If you think this is a little game on performance, I no, tell you, no, no, you are very, very wrong. No, no, each of, you, each of you has done something to limit the problem. Congratulations. Well, change your car. You've got a problem. Change your fucking car. So, I, so I, you hear these little stories throughout the year. I didn't realize that they were all like drive to survive moments. And I, I'm, I'm assuming they have like a non-disclosure agreement where they could, they, you know, like this happened and this happened or whatever. But um, where uh Toto was going off and then um Christian told him to change a fucking car you know I was like I mean yeah. he's right why was he it's not his fault that I'd be yeah, he, has a point. he seemed like the only like the only one that was fucking bitching about it too yeah so this would be like my I'm going on four years of watching F1 that first year I really wasn't watching because I would think um it was obviously to drive to survive and I think Lando was a uh rookie I know Lando Calrissian, but I don't know where I know him from. So I thought that was that's what caught my caught my uh, caught my attention. Was that the year before COVID? Uh, yeah, it was that year, and then the COVID year, and then yeah, last year. No, I started COVID because I mean we were fucking in the house like how long? Yeah, uh, well, like a good year at least. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think maybe at least eight months before I really went out somewhere. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you want to run through your list? So my list and. I'll caveat this with like, I'm a newer F1 fan, uh, both. I feel like both Uche and Ricky, uh, AP, everybody was into it, watching the driver survive and stuff. I came along probably a year too late after watching that Netflix special, but I don't know. It's, it's been pretty awesome. Like I, I enjoy the sport and it fits a good gap between some of the other sports that I watch. So I think my list would be very similar to yours. I should have went first, but uh, I start off with Max. And then I have Charles on two, Perez three. My four is Lewis. I, I think even though Russell's coming on, I feel like Lewis still got it if he has the car to do it, uh, the experience and all that. So hopefully, I think he has four. And then my five is signed. So I feel like we have a similar groups of people just ordered mm-hmm. a tiny bit differently. I, y'all, I feel like I'm I'm sleeping on a uh, Mercedes here. Y'all show y'all show Mercedes more love than I am. I mean, you just can't count him out. He's yeah. like Toto is fucking crazy, you know. So we have a so everybody who's hearing Toto. Uh, Toto is a team principal for Mercedes. Toto Wolf, and uh, this dude's a straight straight killer like nonsense. I, all these F1 guys are all nonsense guys. Um, at, we have a, a fourth member here, but they want to remain anonymous. So they ran through the list. So they have Max, Charles, Lewis, Checo, and George. So of the four of us, I'm the only one not showing Mercedes enough respect here. And I, I mean, I don't even like Mercedes that much, to be quite honest with you. But I mean, I just feel like they're just too much of a like a power horse to not fucking at least push for the title. Okay. So who do y'all have last? Just the last person. Um. Probably look, not look TV. Oh my god! <laughs> um, who's the Logan Sergeant? Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, 
What what about DeVries though? Like mine was between Sarge or DeVries and maybe even Holkenberg. Like if I had to pick like Ooh, betting yeah, who would yeah, be was... like the lowest, those would be my three. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I feel like DeVries has he's since he's older, which we're gonna probably get to later on. Since he's older, like mm-hmm. he knows he can't you know mess up, and he has experience winning in Formula E, so he has the Mercedes the Mercedes backing, even though he's not with Mercedes anymore. Yeah, and and part of it's your car. Like yeah, it's it's whatever. But you know, if you put Max in a Haas, like he's gonna be only be able to do what he can do. So well, I think I think, I think if three, he was in a if he was in a Haas, he'd be pushing it to its max and definitely wrecking every time. Oh, like yeah. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure he would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like like a Mick Schumacher. But, okay, we can start with uh, our teams. So now this is the, the teams, how they're how we predict they're going to finish in 2023. Uh, Ricky, if you want to run through your list. All right. So, I mean, I'm going to start at one, and I think that's pretty clear cut. It's going to be Red Bull again. I got Mercedes second, Ferrari third, McLaren fourth. And then this is where it kind of gets all foggy. Ashton Martin, Alpha Romeo, Alpine, Alpha Tauri, Haas, and last place Williams. Yeah, I think we again we're varying like that. Yeah, that middle section is kind of hard to put together because as I was yeah. as I was looking, like those top three are pretty set. It's just where they're going to be set, and then that middle group. It, it's it's you know the last pretty much know the last teams. You know the first teams. It's the those middle three teams that are hard to put together which they call the best of the rest, which when I first started watching F1, I didn't understand. I thought everyone had a chance, but I think now that I've gotten more into it, it's like Max and, well, we should say the Red Bull and Ferrari and Mercedes, they're racing each other, but like the McLarens and Alfa Romeo's are racing each other. They know they have no chance, you know, on a normal day to catch those main teams. But uh, Joe, if you want to go for your teams. Yeah, my, mine is very similar uh, to Ricky's. So I start one Red Bull, I have Ferrari two, Mercedes three instead of the reverse. Um, I have McLaren and Aston four and five, same as Ricky's. I have Alpine six, uh, Alpha seven, so minor flip from his there. And then I have Towery eight. Then I have Williams and Haas, which I think are flipped from what Ricky had. So as you stated, I I think we all have them in the same groupings. Um, It's just, you know, a couple of teams flipped here and there. So I, I'm seeing uh, Haas through rose-colored glasses, I guess, because y'all, y'all, y'all are seeing because Haas did like eighth, seventh, eighth. So y'all are saying they're gonna have a, a step back here, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I don't believe them. Like it's just what... <laughs> yeah. So I have it: Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, and then in fourth, I have for some reason I feel like this team is gonna come together. I have McLaren, and then I have I changed this one last minute, so I have. Uh, McLaren, Alpine, Ashton Martin, Alfa Romeo, Haas, Alfa Tauri, and then Williams. Well, if you want to be honest, like the last three can are interchangeable. They're they're all they're all going to be playing or fighting each other for like one or two points. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that Logan Sargent is the next Gotifi. Like he's a a one and done. Yeah, I mean they signed him for what two years? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to last. To be honest, <laughs> and then our uh, silent partner over here. Hot take has Mercedes number one, mm. Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren, Alpine, Ashton Martin, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Tauri, Williams, and then Haas. So I had Haas higher than all three of y'all. 
Yeah, I had him. You had him seventh. Yeah, I had him seventh. No, yeah, seventh. No, eight. Eight. Yeah. I mean, but like, I had a hard time from McLaren down. I mean, like, with all the changes between like the the teams and shit, like you don't really know what to expect. Yeah, and that's why I had notes. Like, I have McLaren at fourth, which was a surprise pick, and then I had. Uh, I feel like Ashton Martin and Alpine are kind of interchangeable. Mm-hmm. But I have that. I think Alonzo is going to drive his ass off at Ashton Martin. He's going to help Daddy's boy. Yeah, that's yeah. what. That's why I have him a little higher. I have him fifth. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, and then you have Ocon and and um, Gasly, Gasly, which I don't, I don't think Gasly is a bad driver. He just feel like he just doesn't have it. He's not a great driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's just yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just weird. And then, like. You have Alfa Romeo with like Botas and Ju. Yeah, Botas and Ju. Is it Ju or Show? Ju. 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 So, yeah, like, but like those three. Was tearing it up in practice. Yeah, like uh, he's been killing it in, yeah. the, in the practices at Bahrain. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you don't even know what to expect, like, between those three. And then, like, so it's, they're kind of like fucking interchangeable for me, at least. And one thing that I learned to do was like the first three races, you can't put anything into it because uh, last year Red Bull blew up what two two of three times and mm-hmm. uh, opened the door for Ferrari. Then Max came through in mid season and went one. But yeah, I was watching it last night and I was like, "Damn, Ferrari had it in the bag and then just fumbled it." Yeah, hard. Did y'all did y'all watch the whole uh, season of the new drive to survive? I fell asleep. I can't remember what I was. <laughs> Because uh, there was a the one in there where they were renegotiating Checo's contract and uh, Christian Horner's uh, wife. She's like, uh, he sounds, you know, he's a good second. And he's kind of telling him and he kind of made it that he thought he was going to cut him last year. So he's like, we may have to go look elsewhere. And she's like, that's that's brutal. And I was like, damn. Yeah, that's kind of my hot take. OK, so we have uh, next here on the docket, we have the ranking deliveries, which is are the new. I don't want to say color, but like the color way of the car, I should say. Uh, Joe, if you wanted to start here. Okay. We're doing the whole thing. Rundown? Yeah. Yeah, you can do um, rundown. Okay. Straight. Okay. So mine were Mercedes 1, the black and neon green, too sharp, um, two Alfa Romeo. I'd like to switch from mainly white to mainly black with the red classic. Three Ferrari, even though I'm being a little bit hypocritical because I'm going to ding Red Bull in a little bit for doing this. It looks the same, but it looks good. The black accents are nice. Four, Haas, the major glow-up, even though I don't think they're going to do well in the constructors. Five, Aston, they always look sharp. Six, Williams, um, looks good. Seven, Alpine, I still don't like the pink. I know they have to keep it, but, you know, it's whatever. Eight, McLaurin, the Google stuff just killed me. Like, there's too many, there's too much going on with that. Uh, Nine, uh, AlphaTauri, I think they got way worse from their previous design. And ten, I'd have to put Red Bull because it just looks the same as it always does. Uh, at least they used to have the bulls like bigger on the mm-hmm. car, but making them smaller and adding, you know, more of the sponsors, like it, it cheapens the look. So that's my rank. So I'll, I'll come in here second. I've always, I know, Joe, you and I have very different brains when it comes to design and stuff like that. Like I, my thinking was I didn't put too much emphasis on uh, like Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes because they're the, they're their classics right they they can't stray away from their classic 
look. Mm-hmm. So I went with my number one is Haas. Like I like the black and white contrast. And then opposite of what you said, uh, my number two is McLaren because I like the Google wheels. I like the little bit of papaya <laughs> with more orange. <laughs> and then also, if you look behind me, I have the Lego uh, McLaren right there. So the Mercedes, I like the black, the all black Mercedes. But can we call them the Silver Arrows now? Like, mm, yeah, Carbon then, Arrows. I don't know. Carbon, Carbon Arrows. <laughs> Cabroneros. And then we have Alfa Romeo. Yeah, it's just like that. That black, black and red looks cool. Williams, I like the blue is dope, but I like that Duracell battery pack. I think that's what won me over up at the top by the intake. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, the best, shit. most creative that. use of a advertiser. Yeah, like having to put the advertiser somewhere, they they did a good job with that. And then I have Red Bull, Ferrari, Alpha Tauri, Ashton Martin, and uh, then Alpine. So, yeah, it's like the pink doesn't. You see, I mean, they ha- they need it for sponsorship, but the pink, it's just, yeah, it doesn't do it. It's too much. The contrast of the pink and the blue is too much. Yeah, yeah. They, they can't win with that ever. So. <laughs> uh, Ricky? Mine's all over the place, man. To be quite But I'll start off with the uh, Alfa Romeo. I just, I don't know why. The Alfa Romeo looked dope. And then I have uh, Mercedes. I think the all black looks dope. I mean, even if it's just the cargo fiber, it means it looks dope as fuck. And then it's going to be scary, you know, on, on the road. Let's see. And then I have Haas. I like the Haas, uh, the big Haas on the side. I like the white stripe and then everything. Um, they have Ferrari. I think just Ferrari always with the red cars. So it's kind of a classic. Then I have Alpine. I don't know. I just, I just like the pink for some reason. <laughs> and then uh, I have Ashton Martin. Um, I don't really like the green, but it is what it is. Um, Alpha Tauri and then Red Bull. Both, I mean, they didn't change much, and they don't really look anything special. And then I have last, I have the Williams, but I didn't see that Duracell. I didn't see the Duracell uh, battery pack until right now. Yeah, so so uh, when you get a chance, check it out. the The intake blower looks like a Duracell battery because it's one of their mm-hmm. sponsors. Yeah, so um, yeah, I would have pushed them up for that just because. Yeah. I mean, Red Bull and fucking AlphaTauri don't. Yeah, I mean, they, it's not even creative. Like, it's just kind of boring. Yeah, I wish they would just do something like wild with it, but I know sponsors in their color, you know, colors, you got to keep them traditional, but I wish someone would go outside and, and I think Haas is the biggest change with the black. And um, for those yeah. that listen are going to be listening to this episode, like I think my, and F1, I think like my har for, it's like similar to it's like black, white, just real simple lines. What I think about Red Bull is like you don't have to go like really crazy. You could just do something subtle like Mercedes, just paint it all black and it looks dope. Or, you know, whichever color, but I mean just do something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I just wish that, that Red Bull was bigger because it used to be like half the car was that big ass Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you put the sponsors in it, like, yeah, do something. Like you don't gotta repaint the whole car red, but yeah, right. I agree with all y'all. Like just do a subtle something with the logo. And then work the sponsors around it. Like they're the most popular team. They're the front runners. Like right, they gotta man. have some leverage in yeah. in what they do. You know. Yeah. And then our silent friend had Alpha Tauri, Williams, Red Bull, McLaren, Alpine, Alpha Romeo, Ferrari, Mercedes, Ashton Martin, and Haas. So they were that was from bottom up. Uh, from number one. Oh, Ooh, damn. that's a weird list. Yeah, house at the bottom. <laughs> no, I like the house. I like your, the house. Your beard is weird, and and we were trying to do it, uh, just like like 
hot take, right? Like, because it's when you sit and overthink these, it's kind of hard, you know. Like, after a while, you're like, damn, you start moving this and moving that, like, you know. Yeah, like like the Williams. I got like I didn't see that. Shit. I, yeah, and I tried to stay away from listening to podcasts and stuff because I feel like that was like jading my uh, the way of thinking about this list. Yeah. Just we can lump these two, Joe. If you want to give us your favorite team or teams, and if you want to give a give us your favorite driver or drivers, I, I left it open. Okay. So for team and driver, my favorite team this year, and I don't know what we meant by favorite, but I meant by like, for me, like the team that I'm not necessarily even really rooting for, but the team that I'm going to pay attention to is Ferrari. And that's mainly because of the principal change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see, can they, you know, take some of the raw ability that they have that they've displayed and then actually turn it in, you know, to something turn it into a championship and, and actually make a run, you know, at Red Bull. So that's my favorite team for this year. And then my favorite driver for much the same reason is uh, Hamilton. I want to see, you know, if they give them a machine, they look like they're pretty quick and, and back with it in testing this year. I want to see, can, you know, everybody loves a comeback story. So if he could come from, you know, being way, way down from his usual performance and come back and get that eighth this year, then, you know, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. No, I intentionally left this open uh, because, like, although I'm a fan, I'm a casual fan, so I, I want to see a good race. I want to see an interesting race. I don't want to see, you know, just, you know, those those front teams just run away with it. I want I want to interchange of, you know, you know, of, of the story because, you know, if you just watch it from ESPN or whatever, they're just showing the front teams. They'll show a pass here and there. But, um, like, I cheer for Red Bull or I guess I say I, I pay attention to Red Bull. But I'm also I also pay attention to um, uh, Haas. Like I want to see kind of where they're going. But it's kind of weird because one team is always locked into the back and the other team's <laughs> locked into the front. So um, this year I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna do F1 TV where you can you can pick the driver or whatever and follow them around. And uh, the drivers that I follow for some reason it was like the first race and they kept saying Lando, Lando Norris, Lando Norris. So he stuck in my head. So I want. I want Lando to do something. And then obviously Checo being Mexican, you like that Mexican pride kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, at least for me, emotionally, it's a Red Bull. <laughs> I mean, how are you not going to follow the Mexican, right? Yeah. And then, but I'm going to follow Alfa Romeo. And that's because of both us. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe it's his ass. I don't know. <laughs> that boy thick. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's, uh, I'm gonna make an effort to actually look at Ralph and Ralph. It's easy to just to watch, you know, Red Bull, uh, Red Bull be up the front line and, and um, just fighting what Mercedes and and Ferrari. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Alfa Romeo is gonna be one of my teams this this season to keep an eye out. Our uh, our silent one over here uh, says they're going for Red Bull, or they look at more Red Bull and Ferrari, and I think that's more because they're I guess three quarters of the season last year, they were the ones racing each other. And then Mercedes came on late. And then they said the, uh, the Red Bull drivers, uh, Lando and Carlos. That's the one they kind of pay attention to. I, I like uh, Botas. I just feel like he didn't get his fair shake at Mercedes, but he, I guess everybody has to be selfish, but at the end of the day, you know, there's a uh, team orders and he has to get his ass out of the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why mainly I kind of like root for this guy because, like you know, he kind of got boned into like having to get get kicked out by uh, Russell. Yeah. All right, so we're getting down to the bottom. 
Uh, we'll do the hot takes one by one. I asked the question and we'll go around the horn. Uh, I don't know if y'all had any things, but I just kept the list. Like, Joe, you put a good list together. So I kind of went with that one. So we'll start off with Ricky. Uh, what's your biggest surprise for the new season? Biggest surprise. Uh, so are we doing like um, the biggest surprise as like uh, the driver or, or however just... you feel? It was just like open for interpretation. So whatever. Okay. okay. So I have like a surprise. Um, Driver is gonna be Piastri. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have him, and then Joe. You wanna say what your biggest surprise might be? Biggest surprise? I think it's gonna be, and maybe it's not a surprise based off of you guys' responses earlier. But I feel like Alonzo. I feel like I think he has a chance to steal some podiums and just cause some damage. Like I think he's gonna damage being not his car, but um, damage <laughs> to the top three. So mm-hmm. he's gonna be able to steal some podiums, steal some P ones. Just, I think he's going to be close enough to, you know, that top three with the machine that he's in and the experience he has to cause some chaos. And then it might come down to affecting, you know, a constructor's or driver's championship based off of him stealing points. Yeah, I agree. Like when I first started watching or paying attention to it, uh, he was at McLaren and he was kind of an asshole to Lando. And that's remember, I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember, like he he retired and then he came back. And then as I paid attention to him a little bit more <clears> last year, he was in alpine and he and he was he wasn't getting the i felt like they were giving him the shittier car but there was one race in particular that i remember was in france where he's in front of the two mclarens and they're pushing him and he's fucking with them he's there he's like y'all wanna he's like they want to battle he's like they're gonna burn their cars and he he may he yeah strategically messed up two drivers cars yeah uh, uh to, to help his teammate and then yeah he was like holding them back and making them making them push but uh, my biggest surprise, I think, I think Piastri is going to come out the gate because Piastri talked all this shit in the off season. <laughs> so I feel like he's going to, he's going to, as much as I like Lando, I, and I think these two guys are young, he's going to push, push the team and he's going to push Lando to be better. So I have that, that McLaren is going to come out from, from seventh. I think they're going to do well. And I think um, our silent one has a McLaren will have a good year and good year, meaning like, Best of the rest, as they call it. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I have, to, I, have to, I have the same thing for Piastri. I think he's going to help Lando a little more, at least push him. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, we have the biggest flop. Biggest flop. I don't know if he's going to have Hulkenberg. I just think that he's just going to fucking tank it. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. It's it's the Haas, so like, you, you like, eh. is it a flop really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. If you're always at the back end, yeah, that's a flop in, in my book. Uh, Joe? Yeah, my, mine was the same. Like, we were talking earlier about, you know, DeVries, Sargent, Hulkenberg, and I was thinking, okay, who's going to do the worst out of those three, even though Hulkenberg's a returning veteran? I think he's kind of a one and done. Like, they'll have him in the seat. He'll race, and I think he was already out of the sport, so I think he'll be back on his way out of the sport. That He'll have a bad performance and they'll need to, you know, swap that seat for somebody else next year. I have it the same. I think uh, they're, they're meaning F1 are are pushing because now there's three races in the United States. So they're looking for like the, the next great, like Landon Donovan of F1. And I don't think Logan Sargent, like I knew of him, but when they signed him, it was like, what, you know, there's like all these other drivers, but I have, I have Logan just being a one and done guy. Yeah. That's how I feel about Hulkenberg too. I'm like, 
you had all these young drivers and you pick him like <laughs> yeah. well but see the thing up to me for uh Hilkenberg I think there's something at play because um I think there's a big sponsorship a german sponsorship for uh, okay, okay. for or sponsor for Haas and I think that's why let me let me make sure if I start talking yeah, that, that might make sense. Yeah, the, so he, he's German Nikita as well. Mazepan last year, yeah. you know, with the Russian stuff. And then, so yeah, like they're definitely influenced by money more so than uh, some of the other teams. Yes. And he holds a soft spot in my heart because uh, he was getting trolled by uh, Ricardo or Ricardio, where he just kept saying, Hülkenberg. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hülkenberg. 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 Sag's mal ein bisschen männlich. Hey. Hülkenberg. And then he also holds now the longest, the most races without a win. That used to be uh, him. And then when he retired, it was Chekhov. Well, I guess not retired when they cut his ass. It was Chekhov for a while. And then Carlos was getting there until Carlos won. So the third one is, will there, will, will there be a new race winner? And I'll start it here. I always, you know, I figured that when I first started watching, I was like, anybody could win in any given day. And that's really not the case. Uh, the case could be for the top three, but that's six. You got six drivers there. So for there to be a new race winner outside of those top three, that means six racers were going to kind of have a shitty day or bad strategy. So as much as I want to say, no, I really hope so. And if I had to pick one driver to get their first win, their maiden win, I'd go for Lando. And for this past year, like I was happy that like Carlos, even though I don't really like Carlos that much, I was happy that he got his first win. And then George at the end stole his first win, I think. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping for a new, uh, hoping somebody new gets a race win. And I think he's he's kind of the only one there to do it that might do it. Him or Piastri, but him first. If you want to go next, Joe. Yeah, I was thinking much along the same lines. You're right, it's a different sport, but any given Sunday, somebody could win. But yeah, a lot has to go wrong. But, you know, if you get, you know, the right positioning and, you know, accidents happen, you know, it could wipe out all the, the front field. So mine, what I did not do is go fact check. <laughs> but um, I feel like Gosley doesn't have a win, right? He does. He won um, in Monza two years ago. Oh, he won in Monza. Monza. Alpha okay. So I was thinking it's going to need to be a midfield person. So I'm thinking, you know, like our Aston Alpine Alpha. So if I got to move on from Alpine, because I feel like Ocon and Gasly both have wins. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Ju, because Botas has a win. I'm sure he's got one some point in time when he was on Mercedes. So I'd have to go Zhu. Like, he's been killing it in, you know, all the practice. He has the machine because, yeah, anybody can win, but you need at least a machine that kind of be capable enough to get you there, to pace up there. So it's going to have to be somebody high mid. So probably Alpha Towery, and if it's a new winner, I'm going to go with Ganyu. That, that's actually not a bad pick because I watched some of those, like, back in your, like, the behind the scenes, like, F1 stuff. And it was, I don't know if you remember early on in the season, uh, Zhu had a, uh, retire a couple times and then uh, Russell almost murdered him, uh, flipping his car. Uh, Botas, t- you know, they were they were saying, oh, they were doing the ratings for the F1 game, 
and they had you kind of low and Botas tells him, he's like, I know you're low, but he's like, no one's been able to see what you can do. I know what you can do. He's like, I know how fast you are. And he's like, you're a good driver, but you know, Botas giving him his props, but our, our, that's not a bad pick. Drew silent partner says they will not be a new race winner this year. Mm, okay. And, and Ricky, what you got? Uh, mine kind of ties in with my surprise because uh, I think Piastri is going to push Lando, mm-hmm. and I think Lando is going to get a race win. I think just I, I hopefully I mean <laughs> it just feel I feel for the guy because sometimes he gets kind of like behind the, the Red Bull and then like he can't get past the fucking Red Bull. So. One he, he had two in- instances. Uh, the yeah, one I don't know if you remember Russia. He was leading the race and it started to rain, and his team uh, told yeah, him yeah. to come in, and he's like, "No, shut up!" And then uh, he went on and uh, Hamilton pitted and Hamilton went on to, to catch him and beat him. Cause mm-hmm. he's kind of spun out. Lando's a good driver and he should be able to get one, but it just, you know, out of luck. But I think Piastri is going to push him a little more this season. This is younger. He's going to, he, he's going to be on his ass too. So. I don't want to say this is a make or break it year for Lando, but I know when, I mean, cause he was a young dude, he was like 20 years old. Um, you get Ricardo coming from, you know, I know he spent a couple of days at a, uh, what was it before it became Alpine? Renault. Renault. Uh, when he was at Red Bull, like he had a chance to win a championship. Like he he has like mm-hmm. nine, ten race wins, and he he said he apparently he told Lando at the when they first met, he's like, "I'm gonna ruin your career," oh, and it turns me. out that <laughs> Lando ruined his career. But yeah, so I, I was like, "This dude's a killer." He just you know he needs the right the right machine. Uh, Joe, do you think someone will lose their seat in 2020 or at the end of 2023? Yeah. So this ties into what we've already been talking about or expecting those same kind of bottom three teams, the uh, Vries, Sargent, Hulkenberg. I think Hulkenberg will lose his seat for all the reasons that you guys have explained earlier. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll, they'll find somebody else and he'll lose his seat. So it's not really a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Ricky. Yeah. I mean, I, I had, I had like a list, <laughs> like right. I think Hulkenberg and then like, I can throw in like stroll in there. But I, I think Daddy just has to. Yeah, it, it's it's hard for me to even, and that wouldn't come to my mind because Daddy bought him a team. Yeah, I mean it's kind of hard not to. But I mean, if the results are you know bad enough, he might just get the boot. Hulkenberg and then I have mm-hmm. uh, Sergeant, whichever one of those two. Yeah, I mean, I, just, as much as I like the dude, I think uh, Logan. Well, I don't know Logan Sergeant, but I think Yuki, if he has a bad year, mm-hmm. um, I think he loses his seat. Even That's though, yeah. even though Red Bull likes him, I think. He's he's now turning into um, the uh, Schumacher. He's wrecking those, those Alpha Tauris and blowing the wings up, and and Logan Sargent just because it's you know it's a test drive. I, I think that they at some point they're gonna cut these older drivers. One of my hot, I, we gonna do hot takes. Or? Yeah, we can do hot takes whenever. Well, my hot take right now is Checo gets replaced at the end of the season, and it goes to, to that. I think Ricardo probably gonna take that seat. Mm-hmm. You think they they cut him, or you think they just finish uh, him? I think he they just might find an excuse somehow. I mean, you know, Red Bull don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know that's the thing, man. And the thing is, like, they don't wait to the end to cut you. Exactly. Like as we've seen in Drive to Survive, they've they've cut Gasly and Gasly mid season and Albon. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, and I mean, like, Checo, he has like financial backing as well, but I just think they love fucking Ricardo so much for whatever reason. He brings and, that he, that shine. Yeah, he does. I mean, even though he is, is he hasn't produced much lately. But, but how do you see it? Because like he was owed like what, like twenty, thirty million, and then he settled for like fifteen. I think if I'm an asshole, I don't settle for McLaren. I'm like, pay me out, give me everything. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would have taken fucking. Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking millions, but you know, I do whatever for one. <laughs> uh, do y'all think there will be a new team principal in any team, Joe? Joe? Oh yeah. Um, I I don't know if this is a hot takey, but I feel like maybe Ferrari. I know they brought in a new guy, Vassar or whatever. He's an ex principal of I think Alfa Romeo or something like that. So they brought him on. I think. And this is if some things happen, but I think if there's so much right there that if they have some of the same screw ups that they had last year, and if Red Bull is able to put distance on them, or even if let's say nightmare scenario for them, Red Bull and Mercedes are fighting one, two, um, most of the year and they're kind of a distant or half distant third, I think they're going to switch principles again because they're not going to want to waste. Uh, I don't know how long F1 windows are, but possibly the window. So I think unless he shows some sort of improvement, not necessarily they have to win, they at least need to be competitive with Red Bull, like bring it down to where it's at least the end of the season. I think they'll go ahead and do what they need to do and replace them with somebody else. Yeah, but according to y'all's list, it looks like Ferrari's not going to do that well. So, <laughs> and and that goes to what I don't think because of all the changes that are that have been. I think there were like six team management or principals kind of change or not principals, but like team directors and stuff like that change around like the dude from McLaren moved and stuff like that. And the other guys going to Audi. Mm-hmm. So I, just because of all these changes, I don't see anything happening this year. Any, I don't see anybody like, you know, we know the bottom team, so I don't see anybody. Being well, I mean changed. like Steiner is how long has he, has he been at Haas and he hasn't really produced much. I, I think that they just like the team is so, so like low budgeted that just I think they're all ha- they're just happy with him, uh, you know, with him yeah, getting a car, getting a car fit to finish. But, yeah, he's been there since 2014. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then like all the other like, what is it? You had a Williams change. All the bottom teams pretty much changed, didn't they? Except yeah. For what? AlphaTauri? Uh, Williams. Let me see. It was uh, Haas is the same, Ashton Martin, same Mercedes. Uh, Ferrari changed, Alfa Romeo changed, McLaren changed, Alpine changed. So it's like the, those midfield teams, they, they kind of shifted. Yeah, yeah, like outside of like uh, those middle teams, I think maybe Steiner. But I mean, yeah, I don't really see anything happen this season at least. Mm-hmm. I think if, if Haas starts to have like a decent like two years where they're like, mid midfield and then they drop all the way down i do think that's where they probably end up cutting cutting him you know if, where he's showing like good signs and then if they reverse all the way back i think that's where he'd probably get cut yeah yeah maybe i mean i don't uh yeah just like you said i don't know if i see him ever doing it because they just they're just comfortable <laughs> but you know it, it it wouldn't be i know uh, uh daniel ricardo said if it wasn't for him drive to survive wouldn't be good i think if it wasn't for gunther uh, i wouldn't be any good <laughs> like oh yeah i do it's like a walking fucking meme yeah, he is. Yeah, fucking hilarious. even the current season, they they have a lot of him and R.I.P. Bonotto or whatever hanging out. So yeah, like yeah, Ricardo, people love him or whatever. But yeah, it's it's the Gunter show. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I wish uh, Ferrari wasn't so pretentious. Like Bonotto knows English because I think it's the but he doesn't do any interviews. That's not in Italian. But I think that's a Ferrari thing. Like all their interviews are in Italian. 
Is it a Ferrari thing, or is that him just being kind of pretentious? <laughs> I, I think it. I I want to say it's a Ferrari thing because like okay. if if you even notice even like on 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 the radio like when they celebrate at the end they're like grazie mille da, 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 and it's all in Italian. That's when I change the channel. <laughs> so here's here's a little last list. Uh, will someone start P one and not finish a race, which is basically you qualify first and then you end up end up being Charles or Ferrari, <laughs> I should say, because it. I feel like it's gonna happen to them again, like. I mean, they he had more. They had more P one qualifications without uh, uh, even a podium at that. Well, I mean, Alonso that happened to Alonso, right? At um, was it? Um... He got a five second penalty, I think, in Canada, where he was like P P two, P three, and they, he finished P three, and then the, that five second penalty for weaving, he was off. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but I'm even saying like Ferrari had a. I think they qualified first, and that's where uh, Carlos's car caught on fire. And then the main one is uh, in France, where Charles was first, and then he spun off for no reason, and he hit the wall. Right, right, right. Yeah, they did it to Checo too. Checo had that that his first P one of his career, and they messed up his strategy, and he ended up fourth. And then the big one was the race in Brazil, where Haas got lucky and qualified first with Magnussen, but then all the rocket ships behind him. Uh, uh, spun yeah, him out immediately yeah. Passed. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's it's crazy to see right you, i'm like man he's he can hold and he was he wasn't even half a lap <laughs> and he's getting smoked yeah he went from like first to like eighth right away immediately yeah do y'all have any uh any hot takes for the for the season any any crazy predictions i should say other than what we listed mm-hmm. i put uh, one in the chat so yeah so yeah what's, yeah. what's this uh this hot take here joe that you have for us so my hot take was well lando already lost his inspiration so i think because (laughs) of his breakup with luisa further down the screen i think one i think we already predicted it or somebody did Uh, i had drew as my first time runner. i think lando's gonna get a win um i also think he's gonna have a p1 podium one uh finish so mm-hmm. that's my hot take. I think he's going to just totally dominate a week and it's going to be the Lando show. He's going to be like, Luisa, come back. You know, I'm, I'm doing big things. Or, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, baby. And all that stuff. So that's I'm, my, I, I'll give, you, that's my, I'll give you this ring when I have a ring. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I, I felt bad because early in the, was it like episode one or two? He's like, come on, babe. And this and this. And, you know, like <laughs> mid season, they're going to be uh, separated. Yep. Yep. And then I wanted to see your rank, Che, on this list, although I know it's just going to be Albon's. Pick, yeah, but... I, 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 yeah. It's Albon. He wins. He wins uh, off off track, not on track. <laughs> he got the scammer mom. Like yeah. that. But, uh, I mean, I got Checo losing the seat as a hot take. I don't think he finished his contract. You don't think so? Oh, that is. No, yeah. That is a hot take. Who, who, who do you think they get to replace him? My favorite's probably Ricardo, but um, I don't know what what other so, young young. So uh, they have so there's that the other Mexican driver. I don't think he goes to Red Bull, but the Papo no. Ward. Papo, um, yeah, yeah. I think they. I think now they're seeing that it's big in the Americas, so I think they try to go for another Mexican driver, which is him or the the American driver. The because they were pushing really hard to get Colton his super license and they right, right, right. And it was a Red Bull put yeah, Red Bull Alpha Tari was pushing for him hard and, and mm-hmm. they told him no. So 
I think they push for him again. And I, I think Pato is is Pato third for McLaren. Mm, I don't think he's third. I know we'll see. I, I think uh, they're also because they gave Mick Schumacher, even though Haas cut him, uh, they, he's the third for the Mercedes. So I don't know if they're pushing him for Mercedes or what they want to do. But if 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 Perez gets cut, do you see? I'm, and I'm just looking down at my constructors because we know Hulkenberg's going. Probably maybe some other seats might open up. Do you think Checo's done? Or done yeah. for now, or done for good, or does he? Would he? I guess pick up like a Haas or a lower team seat because he can drive still. So, I mean, that's that's the thing. He's thirty three, which and you know it's like boxing, yeah. so it's kind of old. But mm-hmm. like they uh, Haas offered Ricardo uh, a drive, and he he turned it down. So you know it's like you got to set your ego aside, right? Can he set his ego aside going from a championship winning? car to a way 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 backfield car i mean i don't know how much does he want it's it's, it's like the ego kind of thing like how much does he want it i think he he can drive but will will he want to yeah i feel like if if all things aside if like let's say aston aston martin alonzo we're presuming or i'm presuming he's going to do well if daddy's boy stroll could get cut and you bring checo in they're a stronger team but the, remember that they already cut checo once yeah that's smart. Oh, that's true. They, they cut him for Sebastian. But, yeah, but if, you know, you don't got a seat, it's kind of like you said, put your ego mm-hmm. aside and come back to somebody that can actually compete. Yeah, well, that that's true, but I'm going to stick with my guns. I don't think daddy's boy cuts his own son because he bought him a team so he could have a drive. So I don't see him yeah. cutting him anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, I could yeah, see if, if if it doesn't play out well with uh, Alonso, I can see them getting rid of Alonso and bringing Trekle back. But I, I don't I don't see it the other way. Yeah, I mean, uh, what other place would he land? Maybe Alpine? No, because Alpine, being a French team, they want French drivers. They got two French drivers. Yeah, so yeah I'm, I mean, the, is he willing to go to, like, a fucking Haas or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of a, a good question. I, I, I think he doesn't go to to uh, Haas. I think he goes to Alpha Tauri. I think they're like, you can stay with the Red Bull squad because he is a Red Bull uh uh, isn't he? No, is he a McLaren or a Red Bull school driver? I think it was McLaren. That that might be a good call because yeah, like you said, Yuki, he has another season like he's had the past couple, and he's gone. So then, yeah, he's driving a Tauri with DeVries, but then they're going to be trying to pump DeVries, so he's going to be probably this. Well, depending on how DeVries does, like he might be second role there instead of first, like mm-hmm. uh, Botas did in his change. So. Yeah, and, and and DeVries is a, is like 27, 28. So he's an older rookie. So, you know, he, he's got to adapt pretty quick. Yeah, and I think just is, Checo and Max are like bumping heads too much for for him to stay another season. They, they never got into it to why uh, Max was so angry that he didn't let him buy. I mean, that's that's going to play out, I think, this year. I think y'all might be right. Like, it well, plays out. He's like, man, fuck you. And Well, yeah. I mean, the rumor is that he, he, uh, he, Crashed at Monaco on purpose. At least yeah. that's his, his excuse, whichever. I mean, y'all got anything else? I don't want to drag this out too long. I know y'all got shit to do. My, my question is when or if we'll ever be able to afford going to the Vegas, <laughs> uh, the Vegas GP now that they locked it up for 10 years prior to even like having a single one. But I get why because I wanted to go real bad, but it's so expensive. 
So super fucking expensive. Yeah. So Joe, if you start saving now, I think <laughs> by year like eight, um, you'll be able to afford a grandstand ticket. I mean, yeah, one like, grandstand ticket was what? I think they, least, they, start they started twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Yeah, they were thousands. They were thousands um, per person. Because uh, I was like, oh man, if it's like hundreds. We could get a couple, we could try to whatever, but yeah, they were already multiple thousands per person for the crap. We, thing. we might as well get some a, for here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, and sit in the grandstand here, like, yeah, rather, or in Austin, like, you know, two uh, grand or some per person, might as well just live it up at the Austin. And then the, the hotel rooms uh, surrounding the mm-hmm. track are bought out by F1 to put it in packages, and they're like 10,000 or something like that. Oh, mm-hmm. Like the ones that oversee the strip, so. I don't know. Maybe if we're like homeless and you know we're stuck somewhere, because then you got the World Cup too. So it's like, where are you going to drop your money? Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, all right, fellas, we'll we'll wrap it up with that. Uh, thank you for being on the special edition F one episode of the uh, Don't Be Stingy podcast. All right, thank y'all. Y'all be good. All right, later. Hey, peace. Yeah. yeah. Go off and FC. <laughs> <laughs> they got beat by a <laughs> the, by a team who was in their first game. Oh my god. They got beat because you weren't there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, y'all, y'all be good. All right. Bye guys. Peace. Check me as a legend. Absolute animal. Uh, uh.